Welcome. You're listening to the Artscope Podcast. Thanks for joining in. This is Newland Tillotson reporting for Artscope Magazine. I'm here with abstract artist Allison Horvitz, who is showing her work at Galatea Gallery in Boston for the month of July. Allison, why don't you start off by telling us a bit about your background as an artist? Okay, uh, let's see. I've been painting my whole life. And I studied painting at Boston University and Berlin School of Design. And then I went back to UMass Dartmouth. A little bit of a refresher, and um, I've had a few solo shows. I've been in a bunch of national jury exhibitions. I've gotten a couple of awards, which is great. And um, my work has really changed a lot. So I've reinvented, as most artists do, I keep trying to reinvent myself all over the place. Currently, I have this show, Galatea. I have a couple pieces at the Judith Klein Gallery in Bedford, at the Adelman Museum. I have a piece that was accepted to the Danforth Museum's Off the Wall for the second year in a row, and I was just invited to be part of an invitational at the Attleboro Art Museum. So you said your, your work has changed over the years. Well, I started out being very representational. I think a lot of artists start out that way. And um, it was a learning curve for me. Typical still life and landscapes and seascapes. And very slowly over the years, the work sort of more has morphed into a more experimental more abstract, more metaphorical. I've also recently switched from oils to acrylics. I found that acrylics um, are much more freeing. I don't have to wait for the layer of paint to dry. And um, I find I'm able to experiment with alternative tools a lot more easily with the acrylic paint because it's more stable. So could you tell me a bit about the process behind your painting, the layers you add to it, the inspiration behind it? So I usually start with either an old painting, or I will paint a painting that might be representational, because I always feel like spiritually that's where I started. I start with, could be a portrait, could be a landscape, could be an interior, and um, then I veil it. I veil it with many layers of paint and glaze. I try to bring out what I liked about the original piece, and then I try, or I try to obscure what I might not like about the piece. So that in the end, um, what I hope the viewer and myself are dealing with would be basic composition, basic color, good composition, and. Um, I like the viewer to be able to find what they like in the work, which is why I keep lots of layers. How do you know when you're finished with a piece? 
that's the that's a big question. Um, it's an emotional place that you, you you live with the painting for a while. I take it from my studio to my house. I put it in different rooms, and I just I let it live in different spaces for a while. And usually at that point, it's not finished. But it informs me about what it is I have to do next. And then there is a certain point. There is that magic moment when you say. I've said everything I need to say. It's done. And it's something very intuitive. It's kind of like you just know. You know when it's done. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite piece in this exhibit right now? Well, I'm shamelessly going to say that I like all of the work. <laughs> it's the first time that this has ever happened. That I really do love all the work. The work is done pretty much within the same two year period. And um, there's what I've learned. What I learned in one piece, I bring to another piece. So there's a, a there's that I have a favorite. I really do like them all. Yeah, I, I would have to say that. And they all reflect different places where I've been in the past two years. Mm -hmm. There most representations of emotions you'd say, or that's oh, strongly. Yeah, I think that artists bring wherever they are mentally into the work. If it's an emotional piece. Mm -hmm. Then they do bring that in. What's the viewers' takeaway from your work? Is there a certain message or feeling that you want them? Well, there's a certain joy. There's a joy in the work because my work is about joy and um, happiness. You know, it sounds trite, but if the viewer can look at my work and say, Oh, that's beautiful. Or, oh, that makes me feel happy. And I've, I've definitely succeeded. Also, there's a, there's a lot of experimentation with tools. I have not used a brush on any of this work. I've used everything but. And um, I hope the viewer kind of gets that. And the layering, the veil layering, that oh, kind of... It's like a history of each piece. I've, I've exposed it because I feel like it's a metaphor for myself. I'm what you see is what you get. So I've left a lot of history there because I want the viewer to see that. What materials have you said? Everything but a brush, with some examples. A lot of squeeze bottles, um, toothbrush. Um, the butter knife, the famous butter knife. I've also started to play around with a spray gun, which is very cool. And um, let's see, what else? Oh, I've used um, every, oh, a lot of sandpaper, a lot of sandpaper. And also, there's been a lot of experimentation with the mediums that are available for paint now. A lot of scraping away and a lot of throwing paint. There's a lot of throwing paint. I'm forever indebted to Jackson Pollock in an orderly way. I do toss it around, there's no question about it. I painted with my fingers on a bunch of these pieces. I actually put paint on a disposable piece of palette paper and worked it almost like a monoprint, worked a, um, an image with my fingers, of course, with 
gloves on into the disposable palette and then printed it onto the canvas, which, which produces an organic shape that the hand and the brush just cannot do. It's just so completely natural and organic. And it's, 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 it's made me really push that paint around, which is what I think painting's all about, mm -hmm. pushing the paint around. Do you have any future projects planned? Future projects? So I want to paint really large paintings. <laughs> Yeah, a bigger gallery to paint the paintings, but I just feel like what I say in one painting, I seem to have to say in ten paintings, and I just feel the need to paint really large. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I would have to say is that um, I'm the founder of the Forward Open Studios, which I wrote a grant for, and. Um, it's, we, this is our, we are fourth year, and it's pretty exciting. I was always a studio painter. I was always very isolated because I thought that was how I needed to produce my work. <laughs> now that I am pushed by friends you know, to found and coordinate open studios, I feel like I'm, this diversity has enabled me to, enabled me to bring more to my work when I actually get into the studio. To be part of the community, to be part of the art community, to bring the arts to the area has, it, strangely enough, really helped my work. Yeah.